What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that we are doing a giveaway. Each week, we will be selecting one lucky listener and sending them a $50 Amazon gift card and a Storytime t-shirt. All you have to do is rate and review the podcast, follow Storytime.pod on Instagram, and leave a comment on the latest post that says, I'm an official fable, baby. That's it. Also, if you have a damn good story to tell and you want to hear it on an upcoming listener episode, Tibbity type that thing up and email it or send an audio file of you telling your story to storytime at collab.inc. Can't wait to hear them. Salutations, Fable Babies, and welcome to Storytime, the podcast where I bring you the best stories from around the internet. Produced by iHeartRadio and Collab, I'm your host, Will Not-So-Slenderman McFadden. Look at you, you've made it all the way to episode three. Well, you better hold on to your goose, because it's about to get bumpy. I am currently nestled into the spookiest Airbnb I could find in the middle of the spookiest woods I've ever seen in one of the spookiest states I've ever been in. Iowa. Now, one slight bummer. It looks like there was a mix-up with the rental because the cabin was accidentally double-booked to a very tall, very slender, yet lumbering gentleman named Hans. I haven't been able to get in touch with the host, but, you know, maybe I'll get a discount. Also... 
Hans is out chopping wood right now for the fireplace, and he really seems to know his way around an axe. So, at least you'll be able to protect me from any non-spectral scaries while also keeping me warm. Two birds, one Hans. Let's get right into it. People love being voluntarily frightened. Scary movies, spooky stories, haunted houses on Halloween, and so on. And the reason why is surprisingly scientific. Oh, hey Hans, how's it going? Hi. Making a podcast. Right, so when we experience fear, our fight or flight mode kicks into action and our brain floods our body with adrenaline and endorphins and we are overtaken with fear, but not to fret because just as quickly, the brain takes note of its surroundings and isn't afraid to admit when it's wrong. Unlike my ex-wife, Sheila, and the time she thought it was a good idea to buy a brand new lime green Volkswagen Beetle convertible. I mean, seriously? That is like the stupidest freaking car that I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Look at Hans, really keeping me on track. Thank you, Hans. Okay, where were we? So, upon releasing adrenaline and endorphins, the brain immediately takes a gander at the scenery and whispers to us ever so gently... Hush, hush, my sweet little mulberry, look around. You're sitting on the stained couch in your parents' basement, and you're safer than a unicorn in a bed of marshmallows. And then, bam, good old brainy brain sends you a straight shot of sweet, sweet dopamine and makes you so naturally high. And then the giggles kick in. So, when you break it down, the enjoyment of the scary is simply dependent on knowing you're in a safe environment. Take me, for example. Snuggled up under a flannel blanket, a fire crackling with my now personal bodyguard Hans guarding my body. (sighs) I mean, this is certainly shaping up to be quite a relaxing evening. So, let's just get right into it, shall we? Our first story is coming to us straight from one of the scariest places on the internet. Reddit. And boy, oh boy, is it unsettling. Quick trigger warning, this next story is about murder. So if you're triggered by murder, you've been warned. All right, roll that beautiful scream footage. I was around 15 at the time this occurred. I was camping out in the middle of nowhere with my family and my part of my extended family, aunt, uncle, cousins. With a good two-year gap between me and the inferiors, it was almost like nirvana when I got to the campground and met the other teenagers. These were people that we knew fairly well from previous camping trips, so it was considered normal to hit it off with them and start acting like we've known each other forever within the hour or so. So, My parents trusted me a lot. That's not a lie. I liked my fun, but I liked getting home in time for dinner equally as much, so... When I was gone most of the day with other people from the camp, they didn't think much of it. So, picture this. Group of six teenagers, 15 to 16, out in the middle of the woods with no adult supervision for the vast majority of the day. Just a recipe for success right there. But this particular day, we found a neat little deer trail we hadn't found in the two years we'd been there before. On second thought, though, it didn't really seem like a deer trail. It snaked through a really thick part of the underbrush, maybe a foot of clear ground, three and a half feet clear of branches going upwards. So it's really a hard thing to pick out of the brush, and unless you're either really looking for it or know where it is. It was promptly explored, 
marked with a broken branch outside of the entrance and quickly forgotten. Except for me, I remembered this special little tunnel. That night, while we were all eating dinner, one of the adults proposed that we played manhunt out in the woods. At night. Not everyone was totally on board with this idea, but in the grand scheme of the plan, they were quashed like autumn leaves. Everyone got a flashlight and was assigned a team. Now, for those of you who aren't sure what Manhunt is, here's an explanation. Everyone playing is given a flashlight, and they are divided into two groups. It's basically like glorified flashlight tag, but there's a catch. As you catch people, you have to correctly identify who they are. If you can, they join forces with the hunters. Last man standing gets a candy bar or something. That's the way we played it, anyways. For the first round, I get lumped in with the runners, those who are getting chased by the hunters. We get a five-minute head start to run, climb a tree, whatever the hell you want to do to evade the hunters. Usually, I'm the one up in the tree, but that never really worked out as being the winning spot, so to try and score a win for once, I decided to play cat and mouse. Surefire method of escape. And the hiding spot was the rude little path through the thicket. It took most of my head start to find the damn thing because it was so well hidden and out of the way. As I passed other hiding spots, I heard hushed, smothered whispers between siblings who were questioning my actions, like a bird's wings rustling when it's fluffing itself. It should be noted that I have bat hearing. My ears are possibly my greatest asset in this game. But... When I'm just reaching the destination, I hear the short blast of the air horn announcing that the five minutes are up. I swan dove into this minute little path in the undergrowth, shuffling on my hands and knees until I'm about halfway in, crouching down like some huge malformed quail. The hunters are doing an initial sweep through the trails, looking for obvious hiders and people caught out trying to change spots. When they finally reach me, they reach the dead end and go straight back. I try to readjust myself and crawl further down the tunnel. I honestly don't know how it happened, but I found an even more hidden path than that one. And accidentally, I dragged my stupid body down the rabbit hole. Except instead of ending in a dead end, this one ended in a slight hollow. I don't ever want to describe exactly what I found there. I'm sorry, but I, I just can't. It was a younger-looking woman, naked, covered in lacerations and stab wounds in the fetal position. Her glassy, glazed eyes seemed to look straight through me. I won't go any further than that. I was too scared to scream. I I froze there while dark burgundy stains formed on my jeans. I froze there in a pseudo-catatonic position like a marble carving for what felt like hours. And then I heard someone else coming along that path. Have you ever been so scared that for one moment, one insane moment, you truly consider something incredibly stupid as a viable option to escape? 
That was one of those times. I let out a short, trembling whimper and started moving. Whoever was on the path stopped and then eagerly started moving forward again. I could hear their panting, uneven breaths. Breaths of a man getting closer and closer to me by the second. By some wondrous, beautiful miracle, he missed the path leading to the brushy hollow. I heard him moving down past the entrance, dragging something clunky and awkward behind him. I I heard clinking noises and the occasional effort to silence the small, sharp noises. I... I heard a low curse somewhere towards the end of the tunnel, and I blasted out of the undergrowth tunnel like a bullet, forcing its way out of the barrel. Cracks, crashes, and obnoxious rustling was all around me as I heard the man sharply intake a breath and begin to move towards me. The horse, deep panting, was getting closer and closer to me, a testament to how I was too slow at exiting. Somehow, I exploded out of the entrance, got onto my wobbly, half-asleep legs, and started booking it down the trail. The unknown pursuer was close behind me for a bit, but it seemed like he was too exhausted to chase me at the same speed for long. I know everyone loves to rip on the fact that people always trip in horror movies, but in all honesty, tripping is something I am amazed I didn't do. With adrenaline coursing through me at the speed of Usain Bolt trying to make my jello-like unsteady walking appendages work to move me away from whoever was behind me was like trying to run on water. It felt like an eternity. But I finally reached the main trail running back to the camp and sprinted down it, screaming bloody murder. Confused faces looked out from the trees and I think someone called after me. Reaching the camp was easy. But trying to explain why I woke up half the people in the camp and bolted out of the woods at breakneck speed was harder. When I finally choked out the words to explain, I remember a profound, insidious silence throughout the group of adults waiting at the mouth of the trail. I really don't remember a whole lot from that point on. I know the cops were called. My mother and aunt ran shrieking and wailing along the trail calling for the other kids to come back to safety. When someone's yelling like that, you don't ignore it. I mean, they rounded up everyone in 30 seconds flat and barreled back into the camp. The police found a man out in the woods, creeping along the trail, clutching a knife, a black garbage bag with a plethora of sharp instruments, and a saw was found abandoned on the trail, some speckled and smeared with dried blood. I don't think there's really any getting over it. I still have nightmares, sometimes, of the man chasing me, breathing heavily down the back of my neck, trying to catch me. Sometimes, sometimes he succeeds. Oh God, maybe the woods were a bad choice. I've definitely got the tinglys now. Hans, did you get the tinglys too? That wasn't a yes, but it also wasn't a no. I'll take it. This might be a good time to take a little break, because I think somebody peed in my pants. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, welcome back. I've got a fresh pair of undies on, so I think I'm ready for our next story, which is brought to us by YouTube queen Hey Paris. And I'm pretty sure the kids these days would describe this story as pure nightmare fuel. So about a week ago, I was editing one of my videos, okay? And this was late, late, late at night. This was about like four or five o'clock in the nighttime, in the morning, I should say, because it's AM. Anyways, I was editing one of my videos and I realized it was getting late because if you go on Twitter and people's horoscopes start showing up on your timeline, that means you've been up way too long. So I saw the horoscopes coming up and I was like, nope. Time for me to go to bed. I hopped out of my chair and I laid in my bed. But when I laid in my bed, I looked under the door and I realized that there was lights under my door, which means the hallway lights were on. I need to turn those off because electricity is not free. So I went in the hallway to turn off the lights. And when I turn off the light, looking straight ahead is my kitchen. And my kitchen lights were still on. At a quick glimpse, I saw something that I've never seen before like in my other video it was a man with a hat last week it was just a figure with a jacket a black jacket on it had no face it was just all black and it was really really scary because this thing looked extremely visible it looked like a person but it's not a person it wasn't smoky it wasn't transparent it was 
opaque and I could see it. I can see every single detail on whatever this was. But the face, there was no face and there was no hair, it was bald. So at a quick glance, when I was turning off the light, I saw this thing in my kitchen and it was kind of peeping out over to me. So at first I was scared, I was like, okay, what is that? Then I tried to trick my mind, I'm like, oh, it's just my brother, like, don't be scared because my heart was beating so fast, it was beating out of my chest. So I called my brother's name and he answered me from his room. I was like, not again. After I called his name, I looked back in the kitchen and the thing that was looking out at me was gone there was nothing there but that didn't make me feel any less scared i was still really really scared i was like there's either a person in my house or a demon in my life i would grab the person in my house so at this point i'm like hey i have to turn the kitchen lights off because i'm going to sleep i turn the lights off and as i'm walking back i'm looking around me because i'm like there was something there i know there was something there as i'm looking back i see the same figure but this time it's oh my gosh my heart but this time it's on the opposite side of my kitchen so there's two doors to my kitchen there's two openings to my kitchen there's an opening when you walk forward and there's an opening to walk into the dining room when I looked towards the dining room, whatever it was, was staring at me again. I looked and I was like, I can't do this. I just kept walking straight and acted like I didn't see anything. I was like, maybe if it thinks I can't see it, I'm scared guys. I don't know if I could continue this, hold on. I just heard something. So I just continued walking and I thought to myself, if it thinks I can't see it, then maybe it won't, it won't bother me. So I walked fast towards me and my brother's room and it opened up my brother's door and I opened it, but he was asleep, he was sleeping. So I woke him up and I'm like, did you hear when I called you? He's like, get out, I'm trying to sleep. I'm like, did you just answer me when I called you like two minutes ago? He's like, what are you talking about? Just get out. So then my heart starts beating because I'm like, then who answered me? Someone answered me and it was coming from his room. But he was sleeping, he's been sleeping because he had to work the next morning, which means he was asleep from like 11 o'clock. At this point, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I turn most of my lights off in my room, but I leave one lamp that's near my bed on because I was like, ain't no way you gonna catch me. There's a lamp on, a light is gonna save my life. I'm not sleeping in the dark tonight, no. Turn one lamp on, turn the TV on, but I put it on low because I was really, really tired. I've been up all day. I go to lay down and my house is silent, but I can hear footsteps in the hallway. I shut my eyes so tight and I'm like, please make it be my mom. Please make it be my mom. Please make it be my mom. So I say out loud, I'm like, mom, no one answered. The footsteps completely stopped. I was like, my life is going to be taken. I start scrolling on my phone because what else are you supposed to do when you're scared at 5 a.m. in the morning? So I'm just scrolling, I'm just scrolling until eventually I get tired. At this point, it's like 6.45, but it's still not light outside because when I'm that scared, I usually wait until I see a little bit of blue outside because then I feel safe. But since it's winter time, it was still pitch black outside and I was getting tired. So I was like, you know what? It's time to go to bed. I lay down and I drift into sleep. And then, you guessed it, I get sleep paralysis. Except for this sleep paralysis was too coincidental to be an illusion. During the sleep paralysis, I'm laying down in my bed and my eyes are open, can't move. As soon as this happens, I automatically think about the thing I saw in the kitchen. And when I saw it in the kitchen, I was awake. I was not sleepy. I was not just waking up. It was not in my head. I saw what I saw. So my sleep paralysis, I can't move, I'm moving my toes and my fingers and I'm trying to break out of it because the first thing I think about is the thing that I saw in the kitchen and in the dining room. Then my door opens and the same thing that I saw in the kitchen starts walking into my room and you guys, 
I swear to you in that moment I was like I would rather die right now than face this thing face to face because I'm terrified out of my life the way my heart was beating I felt like I was gonna have a heart attack and literally just just die like my heart has never gone that fast in my entire life ever ever it was the scariest thing I have ever 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 experienced in my entire life so this thing opened the door and it just kept coming closer and closer and closer to my bed until it was literally in my face and I couldn't move as soon as it came close to my face my breathing stopped my heart was beating fast and I honestly thought it was the last moments of my life I I am not exaggerating I'm not making this up it was so scary so while this thing is in my face I can't breathe like there's no oxygen going in my lungs at all it felt as if I was holding my breath but I know I wasn't holding my breath I just couldn't breathe it felt like something was pushing down on my chest and as soon as it felt like two more seconds and I pass out is when I gasped for air <gasps> I got up out of my bed and yes I'm a cancer I started crying I don't care I don't care how old I am I started bawling my eyes out ran to my mom and even though it felt like that whole thing happened in 15 minutes it was literally like two hours because when I woke up and gasped for air it was like 8 15 and my mom was getting ready for work at that point I was like I need to get out of this house I don't care where I go I just need to go I just I just need to go for a walk. So I walked to McDonald's and I got a sausage and egg McMuffin. Came back home, did a little research, and from what I gathered over the internet, what I saw in my kitchen was supposed to be a shadow person, apparently. From the descriptions I see online and what happened to me, that's what it seems like it was. So that was my most recent paranormal experience. As if that story wasn't creepy enough, in the middle of it, the power in the cabin went out, so I'm now recording this podcast by flashlight. Ah, <sighs> great. Luckily, Hans is here to protect me. Huh. If you're looking for more stories, lifestyle, and makeup content, then Hey Paris's YouTube channel is the place to be. Hans, what do you think? Maybe later we watch some tutorials and give you a glow up? Mm. Let's take a little break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Mm. Welcome back. Side note, Hans makes a mean goulash. The meat is so meaty. <laughs> meaty. Also, he gives really great back rubs. Mm. It's only weird if you make it weird. Our final story comes to us from Wansi Entertainment. Wansi is a YouTube channel that turns the spookiest fan submissions into spine-tingling animations. A truly scary delight for all the senses. Hey, Hans, can I get seconds? Uh, And also another massage? Easy on the lotion this time. It was the summer before ninth grade. I was at my friend's family pool party, and there were tons of people there. At one point, while my friend, let's call her Lily, went to get some sodas for us, a man came up to me. I didn't recognize him, but since it was my friend's party, it made sense for me to not know everyone there. He smiled at me. He looked as though he hadn't shaved in days, and and his eyes never looked quite directly at me. I stepped backwards, feeling uncomfortable. Hello, he said. Uh, uh, hi, I replied. What's your name? He asked. I supposed that a first name wouldn't hurt, seeing as we were surrounded by tons of people in my friend's backyard. I'm Carly, I said. What's yours? Rick, he replied smoothly. Are you having fun with Lily? Some of my discomfort eased. I'm her parents' friend. He continued, stepping closer to my face. His eyes weren't focused, and his breath smelled like alcohol, even though it was early in the day. I grew even more uncomfortable and stepped away, waving goodbye awkwardly. When I turned around, he was gone. I told Lily about this, and she mentioned it to her parents. Her parents said that they didn't know Rick, which kind of freaked me out. But they told me that it could have been one of their friends who brought him over. So I shrugged it off and assumed everything was fine. After the party ended, Lily and I were having a sleepover at her house. Her parents had gone over to visit her elder sister to take some leftovers to her, since she had not been feeling well and couldn't attend the party. So we were home alone with her elder brother. Lily and I were playing a game in her bedroom when her dad called her. He asked her to please go and turn off the pool lights since he had forgotten. Lily agreed and we stepped outside into the backyard. I waited on the back porch reading a text from another friend while she went to turn off the lights. Once she was finished, we stepped back inside, locking the door, and went back upstairs to continue playing our game. At one point, Lily asked me to make sure the curtains were closed properly, and when I did, I happened to look outside, 
and I noticed that all the pool lights were on again. Lily? I asked, getting a strange feeling. You turned off the pool lights, right? Yeah, I did, she replied, coming to look. Now there was a figure swimming laps in the pool, even though we couldn't see his face. Ah, it's probably just Cody, Lily replied, speaking of her brother. Come on, let's go scare him. We walked down to the pool and slid open the back door. Waiting behind the bushes, we could see the top of his head bobbing in the water. We were going to jump out and scare him at any moment. But then I looked up at one of the windows of the house. The curtains were open. Suddenly, I saw the face of Cody illuminated as he turned on his bedroom lights. I grasped Lily's arm and we both knew the person in the pool was not, in fact, Cody. We hadn't brought our phones with us in case we would get wet, and if we ran back around, there was a chance the stranger could see us before we got back to the house. We tried to wave to Cody, but he couldn't see us. Suddenly, splashing in the pool stopped. My heart dropped and I could hear each of my panicked heartbeats. A hand suddenly gripped my arm and flung me forward, and I screamed and Lily did as well. I looked up, and there was Rick. His facial expression I would never forget. I'd never seen someone with such a creepy smile. I yelled, and soon my mouth was filled with water as he chucked me in the pool, and he actually held me underwater. I choked for breath, and realized he had grabbed Lily's arm as well. Although she wasn't in the water, he was strong and clearly ill. He yelled, Time to swim! Somehow Lily managed to kick him in the face hard enough to run away, slamming the door behind her. He continued to hold me, laughing as I flailed for breath. Just as I felt I was about to die, police sirens were heard on the surface. He picked me up and threw me on the ground, breaking my arm. He ran away. The police came and questioned me, but he was never found. I will never forget that moment. I thought I was truly going to die. Nor will I forget those creepy, unfocused eyes. From then on, I've been terrified to be outside at night, especially in a pool. And that is precisely why I will never swim without a can of mace. And floaties, of course. Well, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed our latest spooky installment. And if we have done our job, you will be unable to sleep tonight. Or if you can sleep, bring on the nightmares. Oh, hold on. Airbnb host is calling me. One second. Hey, Joan. What was that? I'm, I'm your... I'm your only booked guest for the night? <laughs> what about Hans? You don't know anything about any Hans. Okay, well that... Oh. <laughs> Hello, this is Hans. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Major shout out to our storytellers, Reddit user, Kanraug, Hey Paris, and 1C Entertainment. If anyone is interested in my goulash recipe, you can find it at www.hanscooksyou. Whoops. LOL. <laughs> I mean, for you. 
Hans Cook's For You with the number 4.tumblr.com. Please like and subscribe. Thank you. Goodbye. Is your grandma haunting you? Do you have experiences with the paranormal? A harrowing tale of survival at the hands of a madman or madwoman? Then type up your scary story or send an audio file to storytime at collab.inc and maybe we'll share our favorites on an upcoming episode. If you're liking the podcast, please take a moment and give us a five-star rating and leave a review. It really helps us out a lot. Storytime is a production of iHeartRadio and Collab. Executive producers, Eric Jacks, Song Kang, and Will McFadden. Hosted by Will McFadden. Produced by Jessica Eccles, Jason Shapiro, Jenny Ulmer, and Daniela Mora. Written by Jenny Ulmer. Voice acting by Tom Szymanski. Sound design by Tony Maddox. Original score by Scott Simons. Cover art by John Kusagaya. And animation by Bella Bouchon. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information. 